Well, just as we've been saying on the morning call, the ECB did lift rates by a quarter percent. So is that it? Well, it seems most believe it is, but there are still some pricing for another one. And Christine Lagarde refuses to confirm or deny. Meanwhile, data from the US. Is it running too hot to say inflation is really coming down as fast as we'd like? And the same applies for Australia. Does yesterday's employment data show a labour market that is just still too tight? And a bunch of China data today as well. Will they drop their medium term lending facility again? It's Friday. It's the 15th of September 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Incidentally, a very enjoyable listen this afternoon on the weekend edition or whenever over the weekend you actually get around to listening to it with Katie Martin, the FT's markets editor, talking about just how well monetary policy is working and why is it taking so long? It's a really tough time to be in financial markets. You know, I was chatting to, um, you know, a a couple of uh, analysts who I've known for a number of years yesterday and they were saying, you know, they're almost embarrassed to go to their clients at the moment because they've been saying, you know, there's a recession coming, there's a recession coming, get ready for a US recession of the US rate cuts, get ready for the S&P to have a really bad year. And like so many other people, they just got it wrong. She does think, though, that they are going to have a recession in the US, by the way. When? Well, tune in to the weekend edition uh, out later on today. Meanwhile, back to now, and the US dollar is back on the rise. It's up 0.6%. The Aussie dollar is also up 0.2%, up to almost 64.4 US cents. The big loss has been in the euro. It's down almost 0.9%. Uh, the pound has lost 0.7% as well. Big falls in bond yields in Europe, down 11 basis points in Italy for 10 years, down 8 in Spain, seven in France, six in Germany, the same for the UK. Up four basis points, though, for 10-year treasuries. Aussie 10 years, down three basis points yesterday to 4.11%, and no real movement since. US stocks have had a great day, up 1% for the Dow at close, 0.9% for the S&P, and 0.8% for the NASDAQ. Even more for the UK and Europe. The FTSE 100, up almost 2% at close, 1.3% for the Eurostox 50, and 1% for the DAX. And a big leap forward in oil as well, 1.9% added to Brent, which is edging to 94 a barrel, 1.8% for WTI, pushes it over the $90 mark as well. So a big day given the ECB decision, which, as NAB called it, saw an increase overnight. NAB's Gavin Friend is uh, with us in London. Now, not everyone was expecting it, of course, but they did do it, supposedly for the last time. We'll see on that. But they have added another quarter percent. Mm. Yeah, morning, Phil. So 25 basis points takes the deposit rate to 4%, the 10th consecutive hike. Um, Yeah, you're right. Uh, Economists were very evenly split into this. Markets were generally more skewed towards a hold. We had thought that, um, you know, they would hike this last time because new inflation forecasts that came in this meeting would uh, not be low enough to allow the to to allow the ECB to uh, to to go on to a pause, and that's really what happened. If we look at those inflation forecasts, 2023 uh, up to 5.6 from 5.4, 2024 to 3.2 from 3. That's a surprise. 2025 to 2.1 from 2.2, but still above 2 percent underlying inflation, perhaps a fraction lower. And on economic growth. 2023 cut from 0.9 to 0.7, 2024 from 1.5% to 1%, 2025 slightly down from 1.5, sorry, to 1. from 1.6 to 1.5. So that economic growth profile, where growth is weaker 
weakest this year, improving a bit next and a bit more the year after. It still very su- sluggish, though, isn't it? I mean, that's three well, years. I mean, one and a half percent still in 2025. Well, that is very sluggish growth indeed. No, well, one and a half is probably to one to one and a half to one and three quarters is about trend for the ECB nowadays. That's what they've been saying things would recover to. I was going to say that it doesn't suggest. Um, an ECB that yet sees a deep downturn or a prolonged recession, which is pretty much in line with some of the comments we've heard from, you know, uh, thinkers like Isabel Schnabel recently. But of course, the mix of weaker growth, indeed the weakest growth now, uh, while inflation is still too high, is a, is, is a kind of stagflationary mix. And with that in mind, um, this new paragraph that everybody has seized on uh, in this meeting is that key rates have reached levels that, if maintained for a sufficiently long duration, will make a substantial contribution um, to the return of inflation to target. In other words... That's basically it. That's all, folks, in Looney Tunes terms. Yeah, man, 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 that's all, folks. But, I mean, is it, though? I mean, Christine Lagarde isn't saying that, is she? Or is it, uh, is it a false summit? You know, when you're climbing up and you reach the brow of the hill and you thought you were almost there and then you suddenly discover, you know, you've still got a long way to go. Uh, I mean, the Christine Lagarde is giving nothing away, is she? She, she is indeed pushing back that it, that it was definitive. She did say it's heavily caveated, noting that it's based on the current assessment, i.e. that may change, that rates have, got, have reached levels not a level i.e it's not singular that uh, you know that may change that that, that that high rates would need to be maintained for a sufficiently long duration how long she wouldn't say and of course there's data dependency so there's plenty of things could change this and i think that would be our warning in the way that even though we do see that is the peak in rates you're probably not going to know that definitively for a, for a period of time yet, simply because wages are high. They're going to stay there because of the sort of the way that wages are bargained out. And, you know, with headline inflation falling, you're going to get real wage increases coming through. Uh, companies are still pro- passing on profits. The hawks in the ECB have got no clear line of sight that that is it, that things are done. And so you're going to see, I suspect, in the coming days and weeks, even perhaps months, some of the hawks coming out and saying, well, it's it's too early they they will not see that statement in the same way that markets are seeing it at the moment yeah so are markets overreacting a bit i mean quite a move down in bond yields and in the euro and equity markets are, are going a bit crazy so is there a bit of an overreaction here do you think well have they overreacted i mean it's not a it's not a huge move the euro is down across the board against the dollar against the aussie against the kiwi against sterling it's not a huge move and it takes it to you know towards some important levels just above 106 um and we must we mustn't forget that um, you know we got we got the Fed next week. Markets expect, as we do, the Fed will go on on pause. Are we going to get the same reaction against the dollar? Probably not, because the Fed will not come out in such an overt way in terms of how the market has seen it anyway. That, that rates have peaked again. The ECB does have this habit of sort of you know saying things in its press conferences and in its statements that put it into something of a bind you know that that's, that's unnecessary so the other thing that we mustn't forget is the u.s data continues yeah. to outperform and what did we see today well i wonder whether it's too good today actually because we've got uh, retail sales you know we, which you could say this is supporting the soft landing narrative that retail sales for august up 0.6 percent month on month uh, but you know the question is could it be too high because we've got producer prices up 0.7 percent we've got jobless claims the the four-week average falling so we've got more jobs more shopping 
higher producer prices. I mean, that doesn't sound like an environment where inflation has peaked, does it? No, but then you look at the, you look at there were some downward revisions to the very punchy retail sales numbers from the month before. And I think a lot of this was driven by um, higher takings at service stations given high gas prices, okay? And then you look at the control um if you look at the um, retail sales control group, which go, feeds it more closely into GDP, it was only up 0.1. Um, so, 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 and there was a down revision to last month. So, you know, the thing that really matters in terms of what this is going to do for growth probably wasn't so robust as, as people thought at first blush. Um, but, I mean, it's still on the day when you look at that and you look at um, jobless claims, um, you look at the slightly higher print on the PPI, it plays to that. And that's what we've seen in yields. We've seen U.S. 10- and 2-year yields move up. We've seen European 2- and 10-year yields either go flat or go lower. Um, you know, there's been no sort of pull from the U.S., on the European side. And then we've got the Australian numbers, the employment numbers from yesterday, which was a big kick up, almost 65,000 extra people in work. Most of it is part time, but you know, there is the, a trend that part time can become full time. The unemployment rate is stuck at 3.7%. I'm not sure how much of this is migration and how much of it's people uh, returning to the workforce because the participation rate has moved up a little bit, not a great deal. But I mean, again, is this is this a worry? Is this a concern that the, uh, you know, that, that tight labour market is just staying as tight as ever. You're right, 64,000 or 65,000 uh, new jobs and a, an upward revision to last month's numbers as well, as well of sort of about 13,000. The underlying story here, Phil, is strong population growth and the more folk looking for, you know, more folks looking for a job, and which is good, more folk coming into the labour force. All else equal, of course, that surge in job seekers can outweigh the available jobs in any month and thereby mechanically lift the unemployment rate. So if that wasn't the case, if it wasn't driven like that, you may as well have seen in these months, in this month's numbers, you may have seen a drop back in the unemployment rate to 3.6 or something like that, as, as we were expecting. I mean, very strong population growth. Um, you know, 500 is equivalent to about 591,000 people. Um, and, and at that pace, it takes employment growth of 35,000 a month to keep unemployment rate, the unemployment rate and the participation rate stable. Um, I mean, some of this we think is catch up from the pandemic. Um, you know, when the borders were down. Uh, but, you, you know, you can't, you can't step away from the idea it's still a very resilient labour market. So it's, but we shouldn't be too concerned about it then. It's not, it's not a tightening labour market. You're, you're saying, because like, let's just look at that unemployment number, it's just that we are successfully absorbing this very high immigration level. But yes, we'll sh- we shall see. But, of course, you know, we're, we're staring down the barrel of... Um, the uh, the the CPI report coming out on the twenty seventh, and uh, you know we, you know, and then and then and, and so that's 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 you know that's going to be a concern. Well, think, the Aussie dollar pushed up a little bit, didn't it, on those numbers yesterday? But also part of it as well was because China has cut the uh, reserve requirements for banks by twenty five basis points. The first time they've sent, done that since March. I'm not sure that's going to if borrowing is actually really the issue, but uh, obviously there's some expectation. You know, every time China does something, we see a little bit of a move. We do. I mean, it's one of these incremental measures. I mean, uh, I think to your point, it, it, it does feel a bit like pushing on a string. Can you can you entice bo- people to borrow when we've got the uncertainties around the property sector and the sort of low confidence and the higher unemployment, particularly in the youth that we're seeing? Um, I guess, you know, the next, uh, you know, cab on the rank is going to be the numbers that we're going to get today 
the high frequency numbers in terms of retail sales, industrial production, fixed asset investments for August. Um, you know, the, if you look at the, uh, the consensus, actually, it's for a modest improvement in most of these. And I think, I think it, this week, what have we seen? We've seen incremental moves, as you say, on the triple R. We've seen a few other bits and pieces. News from uh, Country Garden, where it's managed to uh, buy some time on some of the payments that it due, that it's due to make, particularly in foreign currencies. Um, yeah, outside, away from the dollar, I mean. Um, you know, that, that has gone down reasonably well. Um, it's got some really big payments coming up further later in this year, which you know, which keeps that question mark from markets hanging over it. But on the day, you know, it chips away, and maybe, um, maybe if 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 it can stabilise things, then clearly, as we know, the feed through is a is a more stable Aussie and uh, and Kiwi. And the PBOC's uh, one year MLF, the the medium term lending facility. I mean, they've lowered that twice since June. I mean, maybe as a consequence of that. I mean, we've seen the yuan getting weaker. So does that mean that they're less likely to do it? today um i'm not sure it makes it uh, less likely um you know it, it's it's how they feel about these things isn't it um if they think that what they're doing is having a desired effect um you know maybe that means that they'll, they'll hold off a little bit but this certainly does seem to be a pattern of things in terms of just gradually inching through we, we shouldn't forget behind all this of course you know what uh, what the chinese government is trying to do is, is trying to move away to a more stable uh, growth outcome, one that's not driven by property, um, one that's driven more by consumption. That's difficult, isn't it? Whether a rate cut will do that or whether they need something more targeted for companies in terms of things like, you know, one suggestion has been tax cuts um, for companies that, 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 that would, uh, or, or some sort of fiscal assistance that would allow them to pass on um, wage hikes to to consumers. I mean, well, I, you know. Yeah, we've been saying fiscal, fiscal rather than monetary for a long time, haven't we? But it doesn't seem to be happening in a in a hurry. Look, yeah, uh, yeah. balance of trade for the euro area today. We get wage growth data. President President Lagarde is is talking again. I think this evening Aussie time. Uh, so I mean, there's always the chance she'll say something to move expectations a little one way or the other. Something that she forgot to say the first time around. Uh, and uh, U.S. industrial production and manufacturing production for August. The uh, Michigan Consumer Sentiment read as well, including of course the inflation expectations wow we've got a busy day ahead of us we have we have but i think markets will be looking through these things assessing them but then thinking about the fed next week in light of what we have heard from the ecb uh, on on thursday absolutely very good all right good to talk gavin catch you very soon cheers phil thanks there are gavin friends still in the office in london there it's quite late in the evening there there's devotion for you that is it for the morning call for today don't forget back with the weekend edition later on this afternoon have a listen to it at your leisure over the weekend and i'll be back on monday morning for another edition of the regular weekday edition of the morning call as well i'm phil dobby for nab thanks for listening catch you whenever sometime soon 